This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I'd like to talk to you about the idea, the perspective of purification in the ultimate sense, meaning leaving something behind that is inadequate and moving forward and accepting something that is superior. Now, generally speaking, from the childhood training and education, we're supposed to derive an understanding and a commitment to being good people. We're supposed to avoid sinful activities, we're supposed to avoid lying, we're supposed to avoid cheating, we're supposed to avoid harming others, stealing. These things are considered to be the basics of a human existence. You don't do these things. Now, there are types of people that do, but they're supposed to be educated that the difference between right and wrong is clear in their mind and in their heart. Now, still we have people that are driven by selfish desires. But actually, this is another aspect of education that we're supposed to pick up after being a little person, a little kid, and understanding these basics. One's supposed to also go to the platform of understanding he is to be kind and compassionate. He's to be truthful. He's to be helpful. And he's to be selfless. But these aspects aren't being trained into the people of the world any longer. Because we have demonic leaders who set a very bad example. Selfish, 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 selfish. No concern for you. No concern for you. No responsibility. You can't make a politician be responsible. It's difficult to make a teacher be responsible. Everybody's trying to cheat, get something for nothing. So the society is polluted with this selfish desire platform to the point of hatred. I hate you because you have what I want and I can't get it. It's very hard. Those that are sinful, atheistic, foolish, deceitful, that have unrestricted desire and hatred, they find spiritual life difficult. But those who have passed their lives practicing the regulative principles of spiritual life, as we said, uh, kindness, compassion, honesty, freedom from the contaminations of illicit sex, gambling, meat-eating, intoxication. They act piously and they conquer sinful reactions because they're not doing sinful acts to cause sinful reactions. They accept surrender to the Lord and devotional service. And gradually they raise to the platform of pure knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Gradually, they can actually meditate on the Supreme Lord in trance, constantly. This is the process of being situated on the spiritual platform. Now, I want to clarify this perspective a little bit. This is not meditation trance. This is constantly being attentive to your responsibility. Now, this We see this in a mother. She gives birth to a child, and it is so dependent. It is so intently dependent upon the mother and the benefactor, really. But it is so dependent. It cannot take care of itself for everything it needs, everything. So the parent becomes very attentive 
You can ask any mother, when you have a child, your life changes. Because there is a helpless, surrendered soul there needing your attention and support to exist, to survive. So the mother ends up thinking, meditating on the child all the time. And we see that a conscientious mother is a phenomena to watch. They are so attentive to the child's needs. A little sound, and they know what it means. A little movement, and they understand the need. A certain amount of time passes, and they understand something must be done. It becomes so subtle, so attentive, so personal, that they're actually meditating upon the child all the time. This is the process of one who surrenders to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He becomes so attentive in his devotional attitude, in his devotional service, that the need of the Lord is anticipated. He doesn't even have to wait until the Lord says, I need this, I need that. He just sees the unfolding of events. He hears the concern of the need at the moment. And he's so attentive that he sees to that need and solution before he's even asked. So this is the service mentality. And this is meditating on the Supreme in anticipation. So this elevation to this spiritual platform is called Krishna consciousness. God's name is Krishna, so it's called Krishna consciousness. Just like the, the child's name is, I don't know, Mary. She's a little, my sweet little girl. It's Mary consciousness. The mother is Mary consciousness. Once she gives birth to this little dependent. And she focuses and she's devoted and she serves and she maintains so nicely that the child grows wonderfully healthy, strong, intelligent, etc. Similarly, the, the devoted one, the devotee of the Lord, he is meditating on the Lord all the time. Such that the Lord's needs are there. He's a servant in all circumstances. And he's elevated to that consciousness. This pure consciousness comes not by, in the mother's case, it's giving birth to the child. But in the devotional case, it comes by associating with those who are already devoted to God. So the association is very important because this will deliver one from delusion. Delusion means selfishness fixated on satisfying the self. So, if one actually wants liberation, he must start by rendering service to the devotees of the Lord and seeing their examples in how they serve the Lord, he can develop the proper perspective. But if one associates with materialists, he ends up on a path of selfishness. He ends up traversing a path that leads him to the darkest regions. Godless regions, selfish regions, uh, cruel, hate, disgusting mentality, attitude, and results. All of those who are devotees of God only spend time on the earth just to recover those individual sincere souls looking for the truth. They're looking for those that want out of their delusion that material selfishness is good for you. And we have that. Everyone thinks enjoyment is the goal of life. Well, as long as you enjoy it, it's okay. 
He may have done some terrible things and somebody may have been, been hurt in the process, but as long as you enjoyed, it's okay. You just laugh. Ha 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 ha. This person was hurt, seriously. Ha 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 Rather than to violate the Lord's laws and instructions, the devoted one surrenders to these instructions and renders service to the satisfaction of the Lord and holds himself up on the spiritual platform by this association with devotees of the Lord and by understanding the Lord's wishes and hearing from the Vedic literature and thereby raising to a platform of service mentality. Service to the devotees, his servants, service to the spiritual master, his empowered representative, and service to God directly uh, as uh, a unique individual rendering unique service in the Lord's ultimate cosmic plan. So unless one realizes that this is his natural constitutional position, he does not derive the benefit of the human form of life that's available. It's not possible to understand the Supreme Personality of God unless you understand you are an eternal servant and you become fully engaged in the loving service of the Lord with determination. It says determination because you can't be fickle. You get, oh, well, I'll do it if it's easy. Oh, well, I'll do it if I have time. Oh, well, if I can afford it. No, 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 no. In all circumstances, determined, dedicated, this is how one satisfies the Supreme Lord and enters into the spiritual platform, enters into the confidential devotional service of the Lord. So an intelligent person is endeavoring for liberation from birth, death, old age, and disease. He will take refuge in the devotional service of the Lord. These people are actually realized people. They entirely know everything about the transcendental service of the Lord and the value of material activities being nearly opposites. These problems of birth, death, old age, and the disease, they're affecting the body. All right? Not the spiritual personality or the spiritual body. There is no birth, death, old age, and disease in the spiritual world. And one who attains this spiritual perspective in his spiritual body becomes one of the associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he is engaged in the Lord's eternal devotional service without restriction, without fault. So to understand that one is spirit and that as an individual spiritual soul our duty is to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead he is to understand that, that person understands his true constitutional position. And this conception of life is there in devotional service. The pure devotees of the Lord are transcendentally situated on the spiritual platform. And they know everything about both the transcendental activities and material activities. And by this it means the difference between the two, transcendental activities are not for the self. They're outside of the material tabernacle. They do not cause karmetic reaction. They do not bind you to the cycle of birth and death. They are liberating by nature. They are fulfilling by nature. They breed happiness and, and, and maturity and consciousness. 
And material activities are just the opposite. There's no permanent result. Okay, this is the situation. We are struggling, working so hard, doing so many material activities for survival and sustenance. And there's no permanence to it. You can have a wonderful home and it's still, you have to leave. You have to, your body will deteriorate faster than the home. So those that know the Supreme Personality of Godhead, those that have developed a relationship as, uh, and that the Lord is the governing, controlling principle in the manifestation. This person knows the Lord properly. And he understands the structure within the material world, that this material nature is the uh, controller of the elements, and there is a demigod management structure from the higher planetary systems to oversee the balance of the entire universal affairs. It's not happening by accident. And that one can raise himself out of this situation, out of this management, just like a prison. It has a warden and so many guards. It has all the structure, a confinement situation, uh, cells, etc., etc. It's structured. And to get out is impossible. The guard can't let you out. You can't break through the building. You have to get from outside. Someone has to say, ah, this person is innocent. He's in there incorrectly. Or this person has finished his duration of stay. He's purified now. He wants rehabilitated. He wants to return to free life. And he can be released. Similarly, we can be released from our term in the material world by satisfying the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, such that he encourages nature, let him go. This person is sincere. This person was trying to serve me. This person is above these contamination sinful activities. Let them go. And we get out of the prison of misconception. We get out of the prison of temporary life. We get out of the activities that yield no permanent result. We step to the transcendental platform when we render loving service to the Lord. This is our normal constitutional position. And the Vedic literature is working hard to try to get an opportunity for every living entity to understand the devotional service of the Lord. This is what Vedic literature is for. This is why the spiritual masters, empowered representative of God, is canvassing all over the planet. Hello, wake up to who you really are. This is why the devotees of the Lord are constantly trying to distribute books of Vedic literature to people everywhere we go. Read this book and understand the true position. Understand the potential, the opportunity that's available to you that's not being propounded by human society. The majority of human society is in selfishness. And the answer to perfection of life is in selflessness. Denial of God, hate and criticism, fault finding, this doesn't get you anywhere. The compassionate, the determined, the focused, the devoted, the pious, this opens the door to meeting a servant of God. 
and rendering service to that individual and learning from the spiritual master and becoming qualified to stand on the spiritual platform and render service to the Lord for his satisfaction so he will reciprocate and you are fixed in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can change your mind. Nothing can stop you because the relationship, the link between the Supreme Lord and you personally is established. So, <clears throat> this opportunity, if one simply engages himself in the activities of Krishna consciousness, God consciousness service, and factually attains his constitutional position, revives his constitutional understanding as an eternal servant of the Lord, in this condition, he takes pleasure in hearing about the Lord and glorifying the activities of the Lord, and he establishes his consciousness in pure, selfless, devotional service. He understands that by doing so, he is fulfilling the highest object of his life. This determination brings faith. And this is the beginning of unlimited transcendental bhakti yoga. The transcendental loving service of the Lord. Undeviated, unself-motivated, selfless devotional service. This is the highest perfectional state of consciousness. This is called knowledge of the absolute. Confidential knowledge. This is given explained in much better detail than I have given you in the Bhagavad Gita as it is. If you simply read Bhagavad Gita as it is and follow through, read start at the beginning and read the book, just like you would any other book that you're inquisitive about. If you become inquisitive to read Bhagavad Gita, the Vedic literature, you will be awarded, rewarded, enlightened to a platform of pure devotional service that's not attainable by any amount of experiment or any amount of material knowledge or any amount of speculation you can perform. It is superior to meditation, it is superior to yoga, it is superior to all of these false conceptions of self-realization. So, everyone from the spiritual strata is trying to reach everyone on the material strata to inform them wake up you have forgotten your true identity you're considering yourself to be the body because the body is now covering you you're riding around in the body an eternal spiritual living entity riding around in a temporary body trying to find fulfillment And everyone from the spiritual world is trying to show you that you use everything, the mind, the body, the senses, everything in this material world for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord, the owner of everything, the proprietor of everything, the enjoyer of everything. This is devotional service. Stop the selfish perspective and nurture the selfless devotional perspective. It changes your heart. It reawakens your memory that you are an eternal servant of the Lord. And that in that eternal service capacity lies the health of your consciousness, of your life, hope and faith and determination. 
So this is a great boon, a great opportunity, a great expression of God's mercy upon everyone who's willing to hear. This is what devotional service starts at, hearing. You simply have to hear about the activities, the name, the form, the pastimes, the activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and get them in proper perspective from the spiritual master and you become encouraged because there is so much there that you didn't know. There is so much there that sheds light and knowledge and upliftment to you that everything that's bringing you down in this material world suddenly becomes insignificant. At least you recognize you can overcome it. That nothing in this material world can keep you from advancing in your spiritual consciousness. So the Vedic literature says the issue is reviving, to remember your spiritual identity and your spiritual duty. This is what is being um, broadcast in the Vedic literature. You're not trying to develop something. You're trying to uncover something. It's the lost perspective that you're trying to uncover. And this is available by associating with someone who has that spiritual perspective, who hasn't lost that conscious awareness, or who has revived it. Now, once you revive your spiritual consciousness, you recognize that the Lord has a big plan in trying to revive more people. And you can immediately be engaged in service. You immediately are needed on the team. There are so many. Most of the people in this material world don't remember that they are eternal servants of God. Some of them are so twisted, they fight you and say, there is no God. I'm not a servant. I won't do it. It isn't true. All of those things. But still, you must be compassionate because the Lord is compassionate. He picked up me. He picked up you. He's guiding as many as he can. He's asking you, help me with this mission. Help me revive the original God consciousness that's inherent in everyone. This is the high service. This is the most confidential knowledge. What is the Lord's plan? The Lord's plan is to reclaim those people who have forgotten their servants of God and are not tasting the sweetness of devotional service, the joy, eternal bliss, and knowledge available in devotional service. So it starts with hearing. So you have to speak. You have to hear, and then you speak. It's stated in the Vedic literature. Hearing, speaking, remembering, worshiping, offering prayers, offering friendship, doing service. The list is nine principal processes that are listed, and start with hearing and speaking. So as you hear, even from our program, our humble attempt to bring the Vedic knowledge to your awareness, even as you hear this Vedic knowledge, you tell it to others. This pleases the Lord. You are engaged. Just by trying, you can be engaged in the service of the Lord, which is purifying and renders a eternal result. So if you take the opportunity from hearing from our program, read the Vedic literature and hear from the spiritual master and hear from Sri Krishna directly, it will stimulate you to want to speak and you'll be able to speak more and more of the transcendental knowledge you get. I stated many times and clearly I have to state it every time, we are not to adulterate. It is not our knowledge, we are simply to pass it on. We don't change. 
This is your credit. This draws the attention of the Supreme Lord. This opens the door to your eternal life. This revives your forgotten consciousness as an eternal servant of God, where eternal bliss and knowledge and happiness reside for your satisfaction, for your purification, and everyone you have the compassion upon to help them see and understand the Vedic wisdom. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.